amen and amen. So tonight, I want to talk to you on uh, continuing my series, which is titled In Leader for a Purpose. In Leader for a Purpose. In Leader for a Purpose. I want us to quickly take a reading from Acts chapter 9. Let's read Acts chapter number 9. And then when we are done, I'll begin to give you the remaining keys. The remaining keys. I don't want to rush them. Because we are ending tonight, I am forced to give everything to you tonight. But I pray that I don't rush them. But the Holy Spirit will have his own way tonight in a very exceptional way. So, I hope that everyone, everyone can see my screen. I hope that everyone can see my screen. If you can see my screen, I want you to put yes there. This is the So this I guess now everyone can see okay, that's all. all right. So Your Acts chapter 9 verse 36. The presence Bible said in Joppa the voice a disciple in named Tabitha. You are my daily Her name is Docas. She was always doing good and helping the poor. About that time, she became sick and died, and her body was washed and placed in an upstairs room. Leda was near Joppa. But when the disciples heard that Peter was in Leda, they sent he sent two men to him. He sent two men to him. And urged him, please come at once. Please come at once. Peter went with them. And when he arrived, So they sent two men to him, and Peter urged him, please come at once. Peter went with them, 
And when he arrived, he was taken upstairs to the room. All the widows stood around him, crying and showing him the robes and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was still with them. Peter sent them all out of the room, and he got down on his knees and prayed. Turning towards the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes, and seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her, her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called for the believers, especially the widows, and presented her to them alive. This became known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. And many people believed in the Lord. And many people believed in the Lord. Now, people of God, yesterday I began talking about the message, the office, and the sign. That everybody who has an assignment to fulfill on this earth, there is there is a certain message that God will give you to present to your generation or to the world. Then, beyond the message, there is an office, which is an authority, which signifies the endorsement of the, of the one who sent you. And that office is important because it is inside this office that you have access to everything that you need to fulfill your assignment in life. And a lot of people have begun embarking on many projects and many assignments they feel led by God to do, whereas they are not in the office of that assignment. And I concluded yesterday by saying that when we say the office, it is not just about being an apostle or being, being a prophet, or being an evangelist or a pastor, that is not what we are just talking about. But we are talking about whatever purpose God has for your life on this earth, you are supposed to stand in the office of that purpose. And uh, because of time, I couldn't go deep to talk about how to stand in that office. But maybe tonight, by the time I'm done, some of these things will be addressed. Then there is the sign dimension or the sign reality where you become a sign yourself and signs and wonders also follow you. So it is important that if indeed God has called you in a certain field, maybe in the entertainment field, the, 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 the IT field, the, the robotics field, the aerodynamics field, the, 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 the medis, medical field, whatever field God may have called you into, we need to see signs and wonders following you so that everybody by the signs can tell that indeed there is an assignment 
and a divine purpose concerning your life. Unfortunately, a lot of people are using their labor and their efforts to do a lot of things, but we don't see the signs. You see somebody who worked so hard in life for about five years and there is nothing to show. You see somebody who would try and say, oh man of God, I want to travel outside the country and go and work because maybe there are better opportunities out there. By the time they go and they work, working hard in the snow, working hard in summer and winter time and all of that, by the time it is about 15 years, there is still nothing to show and nothing to write home about. It means that they have labored in vain and the fruit of their labor has been, has been, has been stolen. But this evening, I believe that everyone under the sound of my voice tonight, one of the graces that God is bestowing upon your destiny is that you are going to be a sign and a wonder yourself. And then from here, signs and wonders shall also follow you. The Lord gave us a prophetic word yesterday and gave us an announcement. And the announcement was that beginning from this month of October to December, we have entered into our season of signs and wonders. And so this evening, every man, every woman, every family, every child, under the sound of my voice, I want to announce to you that you have entered into your new season of signs, of wonders, of miracles. You shall be a sign and a wonder in that pharmaceutical industry. You shall become a sign and a wonder in that medical field. You shall become a sign and a wonder in that business environment. You shall become a sign and a wonder in that company you find yourself. You shall become a sign and a wonder in that organization. You shall become a sign and a wonder in your own family because there are certain records that nobody has ever broken before. And there are records that nobody has set. But because you are becoming a sign and a wonder and signs are going to follow you, you are going to break new records. You are going to break records and actually set new records. You shall become a trailblazer that people will now follow you. You shall become a pathfinder that men will look at the way you have created your path and they would want to follow you and become like you. You shall become like a star that everybody around you will want to make you a role model because of the way you are doing exploits. The Bible says that the, the people who are called by the Lord, they shall be strong, they shall work strong, and they shall do exploits for the Lord. I am praying tonight that may you become one of the few men and women in our generation and in this world who are going to work strong and do exploits for the Lord. Those who agree with me, I want you to shout amen wherever you are. Tonight amen. is your night of glory. It is your night of divine signs and wonders. And something supernatural is going to happen even in your life. My Amen. God, my God. Now, the next thing I want you to understand that you see, these are, these are series. Now, there is a certain, um, there is a certain 
key or lesson that we pick from this passage of scripture we just read. And one of the lessons I picked or learned from this passage of Acts chapter 9 is that, and I'm, I'm giving you the, the fourth key. I am giving you the fourth key. Is that everyone who wants to fulfill his divine purpose must give himself wholly to that purpose. Everyone who wants to fulfill his divine purpose, I want you to write it down. If you want to fulfill your divine purpose, you need to be, you need to make up your mind that you give yourself holy, give thyself holy, give thyself holy to your assignment, give yourself holy to your assignment. You know that uh, those of you who have worked with me or followed me very uh, for a long time, you know that even before COVID started, we were already doing online meetings and all of that. And um, you, you, you will agree with me that since that time till now, we have been very consistent. We have been very consistent with our meetings. We have been consistent with everything we do. It is not because I have so much time on my hands. But it is because I believe what I am doing is an assignment God has given me to do. And because it is an assignment, I needed to give myself wholly to this assignment so that the impact that God wants us to get will be realized and that the, 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 the blessings in this assignment will also be my portion. So you need to understand that for you to be able to fulfill your purpose in life, you need to make up your mind that you will give yourself wholly to that assignment. Not a lot of people are able to give themselves wholly to the assignment God has called them into. So there are people who begin very well, but they will not be able to end well. There are people who begin to set up buildings, but they will not be able to uh, complete the building. They will not be able to complete the building. So, it is important when you read Acts chapter, um, Luke chapter 14, the verse number 30, the Bible said that there was a certain man and this man, uh, it, was, it was Jesus speaking and said that he laid the foundation and it was said that he was unable to finish the work. And everyone who sees it will ridicule him and say, oh, this man could not finish what he started to build. Or, uh, 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 and that will become the saying of the day. Everybody will begin to laugh at him. And they will say, oh, what a man. Because everybody that wishes to build a tower must first sit down and count the cost to see if he has the resources enough to complete this tower that he wants to build. This is what I call giving thyself holy. 
Anything you cannot, you cannot, um, anything you cannot complete, you don't have to start. Don't, uh, don't, be, don't begin anything you cannot end. Don't begin anything you cannot conclude. Don't, don't start something you cannot, you know, there was a certain man, I heard a story, I don't know how true this, but there was a certain man that he met a very beautiful woman, a very beautiful, elegant, you know, romantic, um, intelligent, you know, everything that you want to get in a woman. When the man saw the woman, like Adam, this is the bone of my bones and the flesh of my flesh. And the man went into the woman and said, oh, I will propose to you, I will get married to you. By the time the, the wedding day came, oh, it, every time they, 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 they I mean, the, 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 the man, the man saw the lady coming in the car and then immediately went to, uh, got, got down from, from his seat, went down and opened the door for the woman and the, the woman got down. Oh, what a very romantic scene. The woman got down from the car and took some steps and the guy now closed or shut the door. And when they were done and they were going to sit back down with the wedding and they were going back to the car, the guy went again, opened the door for the, for the woman and the woman sat down quietly and the man shut the door again and he was going back to sit down. Then an old man from somewhere tapped the man and said, brother, <laughs> said, brother, don't begin anything you cannot continue and end. <laughs> And for me, that was a very, that is a very deep statement. Anything you know, you cannot sustain and you cannot end. Don't try to begin it. Don't just do it for the fun's sake. Don't just do it to attract attention. Don't just do it because you want people to say that, oh, you are, you, you are also there for fame and all of that. Don't. Anything you know you cannot sustain and you cannot end, don't begin it. Because whatever you get by whatever means must be sustained by that very means. Can I say this again? Whatever you get by whatever means must be sustained and completed by that very means. So if whatever you get in life you got it through prayer, then you must sustain that thing by prayer and you must end that thing by prayer. If you got something by stealing in the office, it means that for you to get, for you to sustain that thing, you must continue to steal and steal and you must, for you to end it, well, you must continue to steal and steal, but otherwise you cannot sustain it. For you to, uh, you know, for you, for you to, uh, um, get certain things in life you you it is either god is giving it to you or the devil is giving it to you or you are giving it to yourself everything you get in life everything you get in life whatever you get in life through whatever means must be sustained by that very means and this is a very important thing because when it comes to fulfilling your purpose in life, when it comes to achieving the plans of God for your life, you need to understand that you must not begin that which you have not been commanded to do. Anything you are, God has not commanded you to do, there is no point and there's no need beginning it. 
because otherwise you get stuck on the way. And when you get stuck on the way, Bible says in Luke chapter 14, verse 29, people, it said that people will now, say, verse 29 and 30 says, people will say, oh, this man could not finish what he started to build. So Jesus begins with the question and says, which of you wishing to build a tower does not first sit down and count the costs to see if he has the resources enough to complete it. So the, your, the building the tower, this is about your assignment and your purpose in life. In leader for a purpose, that purpose you want to achieve. Have you first of all considered all the things that you will need to fulfill your purpose? Have you sat down to look at the men and women God can bring your way in order to achieve that divine purpose? Have you considered all these things? Anything you cannot sustain and you cannot end, don't begin it. Because if you cannot do that, if, if you do this thing, then you get stuck on the way and people will begin to ridicule you because they will look at what you have done and say, ah, he laid the foundation but he was unable to finish the work. And everybody who sees it will ridicule you. May this not be your portion. May this not be our portion. Somebody shout amen. I believe that this will not be our amen. portion. So you need to, from amen. here, the fourth point I am giving you is that give yourself to your assignment. Give yourself, give your resources, give your money. To your, to your assignment. There were times I had to go to the production studio to, and I would travel from Pantine in Accra. And I'll go to Tema, somewhere in Tema. And I'll go to the production studio and, 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 and do some video shoots and all of that. All because of the assignment God has given me. And I did this consistently. And, and today, I, I, I find myself in a place where there's no production studio. Now I go back to those videos and they are really blessing me. So some of the things you are going to do today, it is going to be a blessing for you tomorrow. People of God, I want you to understand this. That I traveled from far distances. It is all about giving yourself holy. Sometimes when we talk about giving thyself holy, it has to do with giving your energy, giving your time. Some people, they, they do hit and run. Some people are just doing hit and run, hitting and run. And they are doing copy, 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 imitating people. There is nothing wrong with imitation because even Jesus said, imitate me. And Paul also said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. So there is nothing wrong with imitation. But when your life has been given clarity in terms of divine purpose, and instead of you giving yourself to that purpose, you now begin to do other things, then it means that something is wrong. There is no way anybody can ever be like you. Over the billions of people on this earth, there is no single person who is like you. You are the only kind of yourself. And nobody can ever be born or will ever be born who will be like you. You are the unique person of your own kind. And there is none like you. There is no point comparing yourself to another. 
There is no point trying to behave like another person. Look at me now. I give my use myself as an example. This is me. This is how I talk. This is how I preach. This is how I teach. I've been doing this and I've been doing this. I, I, and, and there's no point trying to become another person. I can never become another man. This is who I am. And this is the assignment I carry. If you want to learn from me, that is allowed. But you can never be like me. In the same way, I can learn from you, but I can never be like you. I can never be you. I can never be you. That's what I want to say. I can never be you. So you must give yourself wholly to your assignment. If you want to become a guru or God has spoken to you, then you become an estate person. Give yourself to that estate calling or assignment on your life. You need to do everything that you must do. Listen, Bishop David Oyedepo was told the Lord commanded him to build a world-class university. So to do this, this was a very big assignment for you to build a world-class university somewhere in Nigeria. You needed to really be, be uh, I mean, be, be tough. So what he did was that he started looking at the world-class universities as at that time. So he, he picked some universities, looked at their profile, looked at their biographies, looked at where they are able to do well, look at their strengths, and he looked at their weaknesses. He picked universities like Harvard University and did his own research and read and read and read and read a lot of articles. And by the time he was done, he, he had all the world's best universities and, and their profiles in his hand. He knew their weaknesses. He knew their shortcomings. He knew where they were doing well and where they were lacking. So by the time he was done, when he began his own university, the Landmark University, the Covenant University, he, by, by all standards, he has one of the best IT or engineering faculties in the whole world. And, and this did not just happen by prayer. It happened because he gave himself holy. Giving yourself holy means that sometimes you have to you have to humble yourself and go to the people who have done it before and ask questions and begin to find out from them what did they do that make them where they are that, that make them what they are what did they do that has taken them to that height where they are instead of envying them instead of criticizing them instead of mocking them and instead of insulting them you humble yourself and go to them, carry your head to them, and ask them questions. How did you do it? How did you do it? What has been your strategy? What has been your secret? What has been the plan? This particular assignment, we, who are the allies? Who are the resources? How did you engage? How did you um, launch out? When you encountered this challenge, what did you do differently? These are what we are talking about. Anytime you want to give yourself holy, you must understand that whatever you want to do, somebody has done it before. Everything in this world is not new. 
There is nothing new under the sun. For everything that you want to become and anything that you want to do in this world, somebody has done it and sometimes even done it better than you. So there is no point becoming proud and there's no point becoming arrogant. You need to humble yourself and go to the men and women who have done it before and begin to ask questions. How did they do it? You want to become an author. Go to somebody who has written a book before and say, how did you do it? Don't just start writing rubbish. Go to them. Ask questions. Find out from them. How did you do it? How did you start? How did you do your marketing? How did you do your research? How did you do your sales? Because I need to write a book. Bible said there is safety in the multitude of counselors. There is safety in the multitude of counselors. So anybody who decides to humble himself and ask questions and do his own research and do his own readings, such a person is considered wise according to biblical standard. And so this evening, give yourself holy. There is this assignment God has given you. You have never done even one research before, yet you want to, you want to build an international company. Hey, how can you build an international company when you have not done even one research about where you want to go? You want to become somebody who has a, a world-class orphanage in the whole world, yet you have not asked any question. You have not done any research. You have not taken profiles to read. You have not found out from other people who have done it before. You can't, you can't, this one, it is not prophecy, but you will not get there. For you to fulfill your assignment, you need to understand that you must give yourself holy. Now, let me bring you back to the Bible. Peter was supposed to go to Leda, and his assignment was only for Leda. But because the man had already given himself wholly to his assignment, that irrespective of where he finds himself, he must do ministry. Immediately they called him that he should come to Joppa. The Bible says that when the disciples, you see, what even made me annoyed is that they did not go on their own. They sent some two people to, 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 to Peter. They, they sent somebody. You know that sometimes when you know a man, you know, Peter was not just one of the apostles. He was the chief apostle among the apostles. So when you know that sometimes you need a certain man to come to your house to do one or two things, and maybe you, 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 you think that it was a short notice. You didn't give him prior information. Sometimes you, 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 you want to go yourself. You want to visit the person yourself and say, sir, in fact, I did not give you prior knowledge. That is why I've come myself. When you do some things like that, then there is the possibility that the person can, can accept your invitation. But this time, they did not go. They sent some two men. And the two men went there and they, 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 they said, the, the, the funny thing is that when they went, they also said, they told him that when you go, urge him to come at once. So when you read verse 38, Bible says that later was near Joppa. When the disciples heard that Peter was a leader, they sent two men to him and urged him, please come at once. Can you imagine? How can I come at once? But when you read verse 39, Bible says, Peter went with them. That is what I called give thyself holy. Peter went with them. He went with them. This means that the man gave himself holy to his assignment. So listen, if you want to ever achieve 
and become what God wants you to become, I want you to understand you must give yourself wholly to your assignment. And anytime you want to do that, you will have criticisms. You will have your own friends, mothers, family members, brothers, friends, colleagues everywhere. They will come attacking you. Do you think, ah, are you the only one who has built a tower before? Uh, do you think that you are the only one who has done business before? Look at, ah, now if you are supposed to do business, that's how you begin. Tom, the Sambalat and the Tobias, they will come after you. But when they come, you don't have to give in to them. Listen, I don't know. I have had personally, I have had a lot of men of God who have visited me in my Facebook inbox in the past. Nowadays, they have reduced. In the, my Facebook inbox in the past and, and, and all my DMs, and they have been saying all kinds of things and criticizing me, insulting me, all because I am, I am a, just a, a believer who is operating in the prophetic. Just because of the prophetic, a lot of insults, a lot of unnecessary But I have told myself, I will never use my platform to respond to any criticism. So the more they, the, the more they criticize, the more I prophesy. And the more I prophesy, the more they criticize. People of God, the more they criticize you, the more you will shine. The more you will do well. The more you will excel. Don't give in to the, the criticisms of people. The fact that you tried one time and it didn't work does not mean that you should stop. You must give yourself holy that until that which you want to do becomes a success, you are not giving up. Sometimes we give up too early. You must not give up. Bible said the more the Israelites were oppressed, the more they multiplied. This will be your story. No matter what you are going through, you want to make sure that whatever assignment God has given you on this earth, you are going to give yourself wholly to it. If it will take you an all night. Listen, one day I wrote my book, Igniting the Prophetic. And I remember at the same time I wrote the book, I was in the Bible school. And in that same period, we were going for lectures. I remember one day I sat throughout the whole night. I did an all night typing and, and writing my book. I did, I sat down around, around 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m., 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 a.m. before I got up from where I was sitting. I was giving myself holy. So when you buy a copy of my book, Igniting the Prophetic, and you are reading, reading, it is a book that has been born out of, out of hard work, out of diligence, out of, out of, out of sweat. I have, I have, I have given myself holy to it. I needed to do an all night. So I don't know. There are some of you, you have, God has given you an assignment to write books. You receive prophecy that you'll be a, a, an author of books for, for about two or seven years now. You have not even written your table of contents. It tells me that you are not giving yourself wholly to what God wants you to do. And so beginning from tonight, I am releasing you out there to go back there and give yourself wholly to what God has asked you to do. If you do that, I want you to shout, I will give myself holy. Go to the chat box, everyone, and type, holy. I will give myself holy. I will give, I will myself, give myself holy. holy. I will give myself holy. I will give holy. myself give holy. Myself Number five. Holy. So, yes, so giving yourself holy means sacrifice. It's all about sacrifice. 
is all about sacrifice. Sometimes giving yourself only means that you have to give money. You have to pay for some things. All right. So number five is that you must give yourself to prayer. One of the lessons, the, the fifth lesson I picked from this account is that everyone who will ever fulfill his assignment, that person must also give himself or herself to prayer. Do you know that in Acts chapter 9, verse 39, when Peter went with the, 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 the messengers and went to Joppa to go and pray for Dorcas, when he went upstairs, the Bible says that all the widows that stood around him crying and all of that, Peter sent all of them out of the room. And the only thing we are told is that he got down on his knees and prayed. The Bible did not tell us how long Peter prayed. All we know, all we are told is that he got down on his knees and he prayed. We are not told how long, but he prayed. Maybe it could be one hour, but he prayed. Maybe it was 30 minutes, but he prayed. Maybe it was uh, seven hours, but he prayed. At the end of the day, he prayed. And at the end of the day, the Bible said that the results of his ministry, the signs and the wonders that was back in his ministry was, was produced out of the place of prayer. So by the time he was done praying, he said, Tabitha, kum, Tabitha, rise up. And the woman opened her eyes. And this thing that he did, Bible said that because of this, a lot of people and now, now believed in the Lord. So people of God, you cannot take prayer out of your assignment. If you want God to help you to fulfill the prophecies concerning your life, you must be a man of prayer and a woman of prayer. Prayer should not be taken out of the equation. Otherwise, you cannot make it. Everybody who has ever made impact in history has been somebody who is a student of prayer. A student of prayer. Now, there is a popular statement by E.M. Bounds. I believe some of us know E.M. Bounds. Now, E.M. Bounds made a popular statement, and I want to quote E.M. Brown said, and I quote, to pray is the greatest thing we can do. And to do it well, there must be calmness, time, and deliberation. Otherwise, it is degraded into the littlest and meanest of things. True praying has the largest result for good. And poor praying the least. We cannot do too much of real praying. We cannot do too little of the sharp. We must learn anew the worth of prayer. Enter anew the school of prayer. There is nothing which it takes more time to learn. The power of prayer. I want to take this reading again. And when I am done this time, I want you to, I want to go slowly. And then this is enough to explain the essence of prayer. E.M. Bounds said, and I quote, to pray is the greatest thing we can do. And to do it well, there must be calmness, time, 
and deliberation. Oh. Otherwise, it is degraded into the littlest and meanest of things. True praying has the largest result for good. And poor praying the least. We cannot do too much of real praying. We cannot do too little of the sham. We must learn anew the worth of prayer. Enter anew the school of prayer. There is nothing which it takes more time to learn, which is the power of prayer, unquote. So this is for me, one of the very strong, one of the very strong statements about prayer from E.M. Bounds. One of my favorite people when it comes to prayer is E.M. Bounds. There is another statement that E.M. Bounds also made about prayer. Listen carefully. He said, the praying which makes a prayerful assignment or purpose or ministry is not a little praying put in as we put flavor to give it a pleasant smack. But the praying must be in the body and form the blood and form the bones. Prayer is no petty duty put into a corner. No piecemeal performance made out of the fragments of time which have been snatched from business and other engagements of life. But it means that the best of our time, the heart of our time, and the strength must be given. Prayer. Prayer. What you see, the kind of the kind of environment some of us come from. You know, we are we are fortunate. I will say fortunate in quotes. We are fortunate to come from Africa. We are fortunate to come from certain villages. Where we are coming from, the mm. systems are not even working. The, 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 the resources are not there. So if you don't add prayer, you will not be. Whilst we are, where we are coming from, whilst we are trying to climb the tree, there is somebody who is pulling you down. Mm. Where we are coming from, when you are trying to make it, there are people who are saying, that, oh, you will not make it. Oh, you think that you are the only person who has done it. You, you, you will die. So where we are coming from, we are faced with all these things. So if you don't add prayer to your assignment, you cannot achieve it. So tonight, the, 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 thing, the fifth thing I'm sharing with you is that you must give yourself to prayer. Peter knelt down and prayed. We are not told how long. We know that whatever happened, he prayed. So it means that for you to fulfill and see results, you must give yourself to prayer. Number six. Number six. Every supernatural turnaround begins small. This is the last but one, and then we we'll begin to pray. Every supernatural turnaround begins small. Are you following me? God bless you. Every supernatural thing begins small. Every supernatural thing begins small. Now, let me take you 
to verse 42. I will shock you right now. I will shock you right now. Are you ready? Let me work this thing out right now. Let me work this thing out right now. When you go to verse 42, after Peter had raised Dorcas from dead and presented her alive to them, verse 42 says, this became known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. Many people believed in the Lord. Many people believed in the Lord. Now, if the Bible is yours or you have a phone or a tablet, I want you to highlight the word many people believed in the Lord. Many people. So, out of that supernatural experience, mm. there was a shift. Now, when you go to verse Uh, which verse is that? Let me see. 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 My God. When you go to verse 43, Bible said that Peter stayed in Joppa for some time. When you read other versions, he said he spent some more days do we have that in your Bible? He said he spent more time with the people in Joppa. He stayed many days. And he also caused many people to believe. So my focus is the word many. My focus is the word many. My focus is the word many. When we say many, Many means a large number of something, a large number of people, and or a large number of things. Majority of people. That is what we mean by many. That is what we mean by many. We are talking about a large number. And when we say a large number, we are saying a large number. We are not talking about a few. We are not talking about a few. So maybe another word for many could be countless. Another word for many could be diverse. Another word for many could be, could be innumerable, innumerable. People of God, I want you to know, Peter went in as one man, but by the time he was fulfilling his purpose, he had gotten many people with him. So he went as one, but in, his, in the course of fulfilling his assignment, he had many people, countless people. He had he had numerous people. He had he had he had received multiplications of of the same people who had come to him. What it means is that every supernatural turnaround will begin small, but at the end it shall be many. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody here. At the end, it shall be many. It shall be many. Little things become many when they are in line with God's purpose. Little things grow when they are in line or when they are aligned with God's purpose. So when you read chapter 10 of that same book, Acts chapter 10, Joppa, I mean, Peter was sent to Lydda, but because of the assignment he had to fulfill, he had to move to Joppa. 
When you read chapter 10, Joppa becomes one of the, 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 the first places where the Holy Ghost was poured on the Gentiles. Ever in scripture, since the day of the, the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost was poured, the Gentiles were not part of the, of the promise. That, that there is no place where they receive the Holy Ghost baptism or the Spirit coming upon them. But because of one man's obedience to his assignment, now he becomes the first person to break the record where even the Gentiles receive the outpouring of the Spirit. And this was because one man made a decision that he will walk and fulfill his assignment and his purpose in life. So what am I trying to say? That every supernatural, in fact, most supernatural turnaround begins small. Bible said that write the vision down. Even though it tarry, even though it delays, even though mm. it tarry, it shall not delay, for it shall mm. surely come to pass. Amen. Amen. Oh, my talking to her. Thank you. Yes. Oh, Kada Bahaya. Job chapter 8, verse 7. Job chapter 8, verse 7. He says, Though your beginning is small, your oh. latter days shall be flourished. Amen. Ah. Amen. Hey. Amen. This is somebody's message, oh. Yes. May you receive it. This Amen. is somebody's message. Job chapter 8, verse 7 to 9. He said that though your beginning was small, yet your latter end will increase abundantly. It will Amen. increase. So I don't know how, I don't know what is small in your life. Everything small that begins small, the latter end will increase. The latter end will increase abundantly. This evening, I came with a prophetic word unto somebody under the sound of my voice that though your beginning is small, though your education is small, though your certificates are small, though your money is small, though your family is small, though your, your fame and popularity is small, though your connections are small, the Bible Jesus. said your latter end, your latter end shall be glorious, shall Amen. increase abundantly. Amen. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Who told you that this is how you become? Who told you that this is how your life will end? Sister, this is not how you end. Brother, I am here with God's prophetic message to you. That you, under the sound of my voice, the Lord said I should tell you, this is not how your future will be. This is not how your end will be like. It looks like Amen. things are not going well. It looks like things are slow. But your latter end shall be glorious. Amen. Your end shall be big. Your end. I want you to write that scripture down. Job 8, verse number 7. Job 8, verse number 7. Job 8, verse number 7. And if you are when you are done, I want you to write Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 8. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 8. It says that better 
is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. Mm. That is why you need to understand that the end of everything, it is the, the, it is the end that matters. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. Some people Amen. can begin very well, but they don't end well. Some people yeah. too, they don't begin well, but they end well. There are people too who begin well and they end well. But my prayer for you tonight is that your end shall increase greatly. Job said that mm-hmm. although your beginning is small, your end shall be great. I see a great future for your life. I see Amen. a great destiny for your life. I see Amen. a great purpose. God is not done with you yet. You are still a work in progress. God is Amen. making you. God is shaping you. God is taking you to the process. God is building you up. He is taking you through the fire. So that by the time you come out of the fire, you are well refined. So that you can become of much value even to your community and to your world and to the society. People of God, sometimes the things we are going through, Bible said, we will walk through the fire. But the fire will not consume us. We walk, we walk through the rivers. But the rivers will not drown us. Why? Because God is with us. The other day, they put Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the burning furnace. And they thought that they would die. But there was the presence of the fourth man. The fourth man was the God. The the king said, ah, I see another man. Didn't we put three men in the fire? Why am I seeing four men? And the fourth man is the face of a God. People of God, when the fourth man is introduced into your life, it doesn't matter the fire you are going through. It doesn't matter the rivers that are trying to drown you. There is a God God who is with you. And your God is a big God. Your God is the El Shaddai. Your God is the almighty God. This God is with you. This God will not forsake you. This God will not leave you. The Bible says in Psalm 27, I think the verse number 7 or 14 that one, it says, it says that sometimes your father and your mother will leave you, but God will not forsake you. Amen. 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 God will Amen. Amen. The last one, then we'll pray. The last one, then we'll pray. The last one, I want us to read Acts chapter 10, verse 23. And I will end there. Acts chapter 10, verse 23. Acts chapter number 10, verse number 23. And this is where I am ending tonight on the series that we began The series we began. I'm trying to project it so that we all see it and read together. You don't need to unmute, just stay muted, but just follow me as I read. Verse 23 it says that then Peter invited the man into the house to be his guests. The next day, Peter started out with them, and some of the believers from Joppa went along. <laughs> Take note of verse 23 and 20, uh, um, 
verse 23 very well. He said, Then Peter invited the men into the house. Who are those men? These are the men Cornelius sent to go to Peter, who was in Joppa, that he should come and give them the word of the Lord. So when Peter saw the men, he invited the men into his house to come and stay as his guest. So the next day, Peter started the journey with them. And where I want you to take note is that some of the believers from Joppa went along. Mm. Some of the believers went along. Did you see that? They went along. What does it mean? What is the revelation? The revelation is that people discover their purposes in your purpose. Or let me say, people will discover their purpose in your purpose. So certain brethren, certain men who were already in Joppa, they went along with Peter. They did not come for them. Cornelius did not send men to go and call those disciples. But because Peter had fulfilled his purpose, and he was already in the business fulfilling even more of his purpose, he was able to get other men to also join him to travel to Caesarea, where Cornelius was. Are you catching the revelation? So what it means is that Anytime you are trying to fulfill your purpose, God will bring certain men your way who are going to help you to fulfill your own purpose. Amen. Yes. So as you are making attempt to fulfill your purpose, God will bring some um, God will bring some men, some, I don't know how you call them, whether destiny helpers or whatever, but these people will also come in to help you to fulfill your purpose. Now, the mystery is that the people themselves who went with Peter, they were disciples. But I believe that whilst they were traveling with Peter, they also discovered their purpose because they mm -hmm. now begin to understand why they are doing what they are doing. And they were following mm -hmm. Peter and they knew exactly what God wanted them to do. Amen. Because nobody would just get up and follow somebody. Before somebody gets up and follows you, it means that the person has discovered a certain purpose in you. Oh, so, people that will, let me, oh my God, can I speak unto somebody tonight? That yes. God is going to cause some people to come around you. And Amen. as they come around you, they are going to help you to fulfill your purpose. But some people also discover their purpose in your Amen. purpose. Amen. Also, say this to somebody. That whilst you are serving in somebody's vision, mm. you rediscover your own vision. Amen. Come on. Amen. While you are serving somebody's vision, you, you rediscover your own vision. People, Amen. We, there are people God has made them. That we have the Moseses, we have the Aarons. Mm. Not all of us can be Aaron. Mm -hmm. Not all of us can be Moses. Yes. Moses could not talk. Moses hmm. could not talk. God had to bring Aaron in his life. Listen, whilst you are serving somebody's vision, you rediscover your own vision. Mm -hmm. There are people 
who, who don't want to serve anybody. They don't want to serve anybody. Mm. They, they, they enter one organization and they quickly they want to go and set up their own organization. They go into somebody's ministry and they want to leave quickly and go and set up their own ministry. I'm not saying that setting up your own ministry is bad. If you have heard from God, then you should do it quickly. But I'm saying that, that the fact that you are serving in somebody's vision does not mean that you are lost. But the more you serve in somebody's vision, the more you rediscover your own vision. The more oh. the disciples were with Peter, the more they discovered their assignment to also travel to Caesarea and minister to other brethren. Amen. So tonight, I am bringing it to an end now. You are in leader for a purpose. Leader is a city. Leader yes. is a town. Yes. It means that everybody's purpose is prophetically tied to a certain geography. Abraham mm -hmm. was in a certain geography and God said, yes. get out from that geography and go to another geography where I, the Lord, I will show you. Mm. And Abraham went there. It was in that place that Abraham had encounter with God and Abraham was blessed. Everybody's Amen. purpose is connected to a certain leader. You are a leader for a purpose. Hallelujah. A leader for a purpose. Your purpose is co prophetically connected to a certain geography. You mm -hmm. cannot make it everywhere, but there is a specific place. Mm -hmm. God can place you where you make it in life. Mm -hmm. And I pray that as we are ending this uh, series, wherever God must place you, that mm -hmm. you make it in life. Whichever country God must place you, that you Jesus. make it in life. Whichever Amen. company or organization that God must place you where you make it, yes. may God take you to that geography. Amen. As I conclude, it is important that everybody who wants to fulfill his assignment must open mm. up to the spirit for higher dimensions of, of your calling. Because inside every prophetic word you have received is the capacity for expansion. Amen. We are all in leader for a purpose. And I see Amen. God bringing results. God bringing results Amen. to every assignment Amen. on your life. God Amen. bless you. I want you to open your mouth right now and begin to thank God for this series you have received. God bless you. Fast forward this. Begin to pray and thank God. Begin to pray and thank God right now. God right now. Thank 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 you. 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 Ba 
We are left in our last prayer. You are praying and you are telling God that Father, whatever my assignment is on this earth, give me the men and the women who will help me and the necessary resources that will help me to fulfill my assignment on this earth. I think it's a very good prayer topic to pray. So I want you to unmute your microphone again, begin to pray with me now. Pray that God brings you to you, the men and the women who will help you fulfill your assignment on this earth. Lift up your voice and pray. No matter how anointed you are, you always need them and the women to help you fulfill your, your God giving plan and purpose. This is our last prayer. This is our last prayer. Lift up your voice. Somebody lift up your voice. 
God bless you for praying. I want you to enjoy this music for just two seconds. Sorry, I mean to say, enjoy this music for just two minutes and then we'll come back right now. We'll come back right now. Just enjoy this music for two minutes. We'll come back.
all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Tonight is the last night. Okay, so you know that um, they said something is happening in Ghana. They call GMB. Ghana most beautiful. Me, God has not told me anything about the winner <laughs> today. <laughs> God has not told me anything. But I remember that the first week they began, I told somebody, I told my wife, ah, this girl that should become the first runner. I told my wife, ah, this girl that should become the first. Not, not because she's not good, but because or they are finished. Are they still on or they are finished? Or they are they are we have a queen now. They are still on. They are still on. Um, they are still on. Because I told my wife that ah, this one that she can that was I think the first week or so they started. But not because she's not good, but uh, no, it is the winners who win. <laughs> it is the winners who win. It is not sure. the best. Sure. sure. Not the best who win. As for the best. As for the best. Uh, so, whoever have, who, whoever, there are many representation of regions in this place, so I don't want to be biased. But whatever <laughs> region will win is fine. Uh, as for us, we are we are we are here for our own business. So yeah. let them win. Let them yeah. win and let's see what happens. That's true. But who do you think is going to win? Has anybody received a prophetic word from God that, that about who is going to win? No. Voter <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> Hey. hey! God said Gota region will win. Eh? Uh -huh. I see. <laughs> wow. It's amazing. Let's see how it will go. I think that I think that whatever happens has has a prophetic implication on the next elections of Ghana. Wow. Whatever wow. happens tonight has prophetic implications on the... Is it 2024 they will vote? Oh, mm -hmm. when, yeah. 2024. So whatever happens tonight will have prophetic implications on the next elections of Ghana. But can I speak... I see a certain African nation, a certain country in Africa, and I see that there is, I, I see that I've entered into that country, and I see in the realm of the spirit that when I enter the country, I am seeing that suddenly it's like I am in the presidential office. And I'm seeing that there is a flag 
of that country which is hoisted but i saw that instead of flying the 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 the, the flag halfway which is to signal that the president is no more or something i saw that they had removed the flag mm. and they have put mm. another flag on that uh, stand or whatever mm. then mm. i saw that whilst that flag was also flying around i saw that another different flag had also come and they have they have removed this one and they have put another different flag on that same stand so i am seeing i don't know whether you are understanding what i'm saying prophetically i see that i am in an african nation then the flag of that nation has been removed and i saw somebody put on another flag then i saw that while the flag was there i saw another one also come and they removed that one and put it there so i see three flags three flags the first one is the country's flag which was removed then i saw the second one put there which was also removed and i saw the third one which was also there um i don't know which country this is but i feel mm. strongly it is one of these african nations around us one of these mm. african nations one of these african nations we need to pray for africa mm. so that this thing that is going to happen will not happen if it has to happen lives should not be lost if it has to happen innocent blood should not be shed are you getting me yes that sir. is very yes. very important for us because as christians we need to pray into it and intercede for the nations there are other details mm-hmm. i cannot say it now there are other details i cannot say now i would just want to leave that one for another time but this is what i can share for now that a flag of a nation is there those who understand it i'm sure you have meanings already that it is removed another one is put there that is also removed then the third one comes but i see one young african in fact he's going to be one of the youngest presidents we have had in africa and this man will do extremely well please note this prophecy i am given note this prophecy i mean i hope any of my people anybody can just take notes very well for me i, I will, if you can take notes and send it to me back i'll be very happy but because i i'm just receiving it this right now there's going to be one african president who will come around but he's going to be like the youngest we have ever had an experience and the mm-hmm. lord is ministering to me right now that this president will do extremely very well that in his tenure of office he will move the country 
from one level to a higher level to global standard, I see that technology-wise, health-wise, and in many, many other fields and industries, this president is going to be the forefront of development, innovation in that particular country. And mm -hmm. I see in the realm of the spirit that this young president will do well. But there is something that will happen on a certain celebration day where people will also make attempts to take, assassinate him all because he's doing very well. But this assassination plot will not stand because mm -hmm. the Lord himself has released a covering over this young man. And the will of God for that country will stand the test of time. Mm, this is the word of the Lord. This is God. the word Amen. of the Lord. Amen. Amen. We say, ah, man of God, say, come out when the country is when come, say, but it is part of the ministry. Yeah. It is part of the ministry. Can anybody who anybody who captured it exactly what, how I said it, kindly send it to me back on WhatsApp if you have the time. Our time is 12.30 a.m. Today is 4th October. I think we should end now. Or what do you think? No. No. I think we should close now. What do you think? Oh. <laughs> oh. It's 11 to 1. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. So, I am in this hospital. I am in this hospital. I am seeing somebody's, is it like a brother or a father who is in this hospital bed, like a ward? And I'm seeing that this thing I'm saying Either it is about to happen or it is, it is happening right now. Because I'm seeing that the name Frank, the name Frank is the name of somebody's father. And I see that something has happened that has taken the father to the hospital. And I saw that whatever happened was supposed to take the life of this man. But we need to pray for this person. I want to pray for that person. I don't know whether the person is here. If the person is here, please unmute. If only you are not watching something and you are here. <laughs> if the person is here, kindly unmute and let us pray for you because what I'm saying is very serious. Otherwise, the same day that the man will be called to glory, that is the same day you yourself will also be called to glory. Jesus. It is a very delicate prophetic word. 
Me, I don't prophesy death. When I see death, I prophesy life. I want us to, I don't know, if is there anybody who has a father who is called um, Frank? Hello, man of God. Man of God. <laughs> yes. Yeah, man Michael. of God. My, my father is called Frank. Your father is Frank. I, I His have, father is I also called Frank. Frank okay. Okay, Michael. I have two Frank fathers. Two fathers who are Frank? A bi- yeah, a biological hey, father you- and a stepfather. They are all called Frank Frank. Wow. And okay. then the step one is suffering from stroke. Yes. Okay. All right. I'll come back to bi- you. Biological. Okay. No, no. Talk, talk. I'm listening. And the biological one too was admitted to hospital some time ago, uh, but he moved away from the hospital. When he was admitted to the hospital, I had a dream that in the dream he was he had moved away from the hospital and he was walking around. So I asked him, "Daddy, uh, you are supposed to be in the hospital," but he didn't say anything. So uh, the following day, my auntie called me that my father has I mean absconded from the hospital that is not being discharged so currently mm. yes mm. wow wow okay can i hear from the other other person i have a friend called frank you have a friend yes please okay i'll pray for your friend afterwards okay okay I'll pray for your friend afterwards. But I saw somebody's father called Frank, and you said your father is Frank. Because this thing I am seeing is very delicate. And you know, me, when I am prophesying, it is one thing to hear prophecy, and it is another thing to understand prophecy. Sometimes you hear prophecy, you think you understand it. No, you didn't understand. You didn't understand because understanding is also another another thing altogether. Another thing on when you receive a prophetic word that you're going to become a president. Understanding this word means a lot. It means that one of the understanding you need to have is that you should never go to prison. Because once you enter into prison, you are you are destroying this prophecy. Sure. Yes. Yes, and what that, that so there are when we say understand, the understanding is not in in the in the in the in the wordings of the prophetic word. The understanding does not come necessarily in the prophecy, but it comes by the Holy Spirit who gives you those meanings. So you need to understand. Understanding is another thing altogether. When I a lot of time when I hear or when I receive prophetic word about somebody going to lose their life, I usually prophesy life. When I'm prophesying and you listen to me, you hear me say some things like, um, the Lord is giving you life. Uh-huh. That is me. <laughs> the Lord is giving you life. So I, I, I prophesy the life. I tell you what God is actually doing. What I saw was death. But in place of the death, what is God doing about it? God is giving you life. And so that is what I need to tell you. 
So I prophesy the light. Unlike other prophetic people, what they see is what they will prophesy. It's not everything that we see that we prophesy. You understand? But for this particular one, I am telling you exactly what I am seeing. That if we do not pray for Frank, it will happen that you will be there. Where is he? Because I see him somewhere not around. Is he close to you? Because I see that you are in one place and he's also in another place. Okay. Currently, I'm in Accra and he's in Ashanti region. He's in Ashanti region. So I see that he's in one place and you are also in another place. And I'll see in the spirit that you would have received a call. And when you receive this call, the call will not be a very good call. It will say, come, come right now. Come to um come to, come right now. And by the time you set up on the journey and you are going, something will happen on the road. And I saw that this thing that would happen on the road, I am even seeing a certain bus number. I see a certain bus number. I see, I see G. I see G. I see G N, and I see some 32, I see 58, and I see another figure at the bottom. And I saw that this thing, I see 18, 18, 18. And I see in the spirit that you would have been in this bus. And as the bus is moving, something would have happened. Now, this is what would have happened. It is not an accident. But what would have happened is that somebody would mistakenly, you know, um, how do you call this? Somebody will mistaken your bus for another bus. There is a certain, there is a certain, um, you know, discussion and plots against a certain bus. And they are supposed to stop that bus. I'm talking about armed robbers. They are supposed to stop that bus and look for a certain man who is carrying a certain money in his, with his, in his back. And so they are supposed to stop that bus and, and, and arrest or, and pick that man and either kill him or take the money or something like that. But they mistook your bus for that bus. Mm. Or they mistook that bus for your bus and mm. rather stopped your bus. And whilst they were trying to, you know, search around, search around, I saw that they mistakenly fired the gun. Mm. And I saw that the bullets unfortunately hit you. And the Lord said that this is not because of your father. It is because of you. The mm. kind of glory and the kind of thing that is on your life is too uh -huh. heavy. That the devil wants to make sure because you are very close to receiving a certain miracle. In the name if of you Jesus. go back to your family, you mm. will understand and realize that People suffer and they will do well, work hard and work hard. But at the end of the day, you will not find many of them doing so well. Yes, especially when it comes to the men. Yes, my Lord. So I see in the spirit 
that they will have announced, come, come, come. And mistake you, you just join the bus and you are going. And by the, I saw a red bus, a red oh. bus. Specifically, I oh, saw a red bus. And I saw that they, they mistook that bus for your bus. And they, oh. they were doing some, and unfortunately, this thing happened. But the Lord said, I should tell you, that mm. by your presence in this meeting, Hallelujah. he's going to he's going ahead of you to correct mm. certain things that yes. should have happened. So uh -huh. I see in the realm of the spirit that mm. instead of your father losing his life, the mm. Lord is going to increase his lifespan. And mm. as his lifespan is increased, I see in the realm of the spirit that it will make it will happen that the telephone call that is supposed to come to you, that telephone call will not even come in the first place. And I see that as the telephone call is not coming, it is going to cause you not to force yourself to travel that particular day. And so you are going to miss this event that is supposed to happen. Please listen. There will be a news. Listen carefully. There will be a news in Ghana before the year comes to an end. I don't know whether it will happen in October or November, but I see in the news that they are saying the armed robbers stop a bus and they 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 try to uh, and they try to steal somebody's money or something like that. And I see it is all over the news and people mm. are talking about it and people are mentioning and they are saying, ah, we have been telling you that you people should always get security people in your bus and you are not doing it. See what has happened. And I saw that this thing had become a news all over. And mm. this will be an evidence to you that what Ooh. God is telling you right now it is true and God has delivered you from that schemes of the enemy which has never plotted against your life. Thank you. Brother, if I were you, I would just begin to thank God for what God has done for your life. Lord Jesus, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Lord Jesus, my God. Thanks. Thank you for Passover. Wow. Thank you for deliverance. Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Kadabasha. Thank you. Can we spend just 60 seconds to pray for his father? With all humility, I want you to join me. Let's do this together. We want to pray for him wherever he is. May God touch him. May God heal him now. We need to lift up your voice. We need to lift up your voice. in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for our brother. I thank you for your deliverance. Oh, the Lord said this will not happen. This will not happen. The Lord said this will not happen. It will not happen. The Lord even said that I should tell you 
you are very close to a certain breakthrough. You are very close, very close, very close to a certain breakthrough. You are going to receive double, double invitations, double openings, double surprises. Amen. Come double. It will come double. The Lord said it will not happen, but that you will walk in whatever He has ordained for your life. Amen. This family cares that is upon men. God said you are coming out of it. Amen. It will not happen to you. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Are you around? Man of God. Ayele. Hello, man of God. Yo, please, how are you? Please, I'm doing well by his grace. Wow, we want to pray for your friend. Okay. Okay. So, um, does he do his own business or something? No, please. He's a lecturer. Oh, he's a lecturer. Because he has a certain business that will be running for him. He has a certain business that will be running for him. I see the Lord, either he has it now or it's going to happen, but I see it more like something uh, something that he's doing. I see a small business that God is going to give him, a business idea. Amen. And this business idea is going to launch him into greater heights. Amen. So I pray for him now. Wherever Amen. he is, may grace locate him. Amen. May grace touch him. May Amen. grace touch him in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you know Grace? Yes, please. Who is Grace? It's a colleague. Staff. It's a colleague, eh? Yes, please. You you are in the same working environment or yes, please, in the same office. Wow. Because I see also. That whilst we're praying for Frank, the Lord said, pray for grace. Because there is a book that has been opened before grace. And when I opened the book, I saw that there was a certain envelope that was in the book. No, I am... The Lord said, look at it well. I oh, I look at it well, and it is not even an envelope. It is a picture. It is a picture. That is in the book. And the Lord said, look at the picture. And when I look at the picture, it is actually the picture of a certain man. The Lord said, I should tell you, tell Grace that anybody who has ever offended her, in whatever way, he should forgive. Amen. I wish we could get her right now. But in case you get her, you may tell her to WhatsApp me. Okay. I see that God wants her to forgive anybody who may have offended her in whatever way. Because this thing is becoming a blockage, preventing grace from assessing deeper dimension of blessing and glory that is supposed to come to her life. So she is delaying her own testimony. 
But the Lord said, if she can willingly, openly forgive and let every pain go, and not just saying I've forgiven or this, but indeed she should just, because I saw that some years back, somebody would offend her. And I saw that that offense made her pronounce certain words. And those words that she pronounced is actually affecting this man. And I saw that if she, if she does not forgive and even declare some things, this thing will follow the man forever. Even every man, every woman the man will get married to, this woman will suffer before giving birth. This was the statement that was produced in the heart of grace. Tonight, God is taking us into deep things. God is taking us into deep things. Is she married? Yes, please. She's married. Yes, please. Then this this must be a very long issue. I don't know how, but there is somebody that needs forgiveness. And I saw a certain picture in her in the book. He said that Grace must forgive anybody who would for who would offend her. She must forgive her him because. Otherwise, she would delay certain things that she's, she's trusting God for. She would delay. But tonight, may grace locate her. Amen. And may God touch her to even assess whatever blessing that belongs to her. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, man of God. God bless you, Ayeli. God bless you. Your name you, is nice, Paul. Ayeli. What does the what's the meaning of Ayeli? <laughs> it's a Ghana first daughter. First daughter. Oh, okay. Wow. That's powerful. That's powerful. That's powerful. Oh, Jesus. Who is who is Kylis? 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 Who is Kylis on this platform? I see a Kylis here. Okay, the person is not here. Okay, some people are watching GM, so we have to close so that they can go and watch. No, 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 some of us are not close. Yeah, they closed though. They finished. They have won. I'm killing. The Pentecost girl. I'm killing. Peace, I'm killing. The Pentecost girl has won. Yes. Peace, I'm killing. I'm killing. Hey, Kellys. Yes, sir. How are you? Please, I'm fine by God's grace. Who is, who is Michael? Okay. Um, actually, my name is Michaelis. Um, Michael, Michaelis, the German name for Michael. Wow. Okay. The Lord said I should tell you. I am seeing somebody dress up like a doctor in your family. 
I'm seeing somebody dressed up like a doctor in your family. The Lord said, I should tell you that one of either yourself or one of your siblings is going to become a health, a great health personnel, pers uh, personnel that will set record in Africa. That was set record in Africa. Okay. That was set record in Africa. And the Lord said that I should pray for you because you are supposed to enjoy that dimension of grace. That dimension of grace. Is there anybody around your family who does science? Or who is in, who is a scientist? Science. Um, my sister is doing pharmacy. My 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 immediate sister. Okay. May the Lord do it for her in Jesus' mighty name. And yourself, I pray for you that God will place his mighty hand upon you. You will not suffer depression, okay? You will not suffer depression. Let nothing worry your mind. Let nothing worry your mind. Just free your mind. God has a great plan for your life. One of these days, you know, you find yourself outside of Ghana and studying and doing many, many other things. It will happen in the name of Jesus. Amen. Elliot. I see Elliot on this platform. How are you, sir? Oh, can you hear me, Elliot? Please, can everyone hear him? Oh, I'm the only one. No, they cannot hear me. Elliot, how are you? Okay, Elliot, we, we can't hear you. Let's let's do your... I'm going to do chats, okay? I'm chatting with you right now. Okay, if you can hear me, respond by, by the comments, okay? Respond by the comments. Okay? All right. If you can hear me, respond by the comments. Um, Elliot, very good. Yeah, it's good you can hear me. Um, can you confirm? Can you confirm anything about accounting? Okay, I, I, I'm a, I'm a clerk. Can you can you comment? Comment. Put it in. Type. Type it in the comments. Then I will, I will respond. So you mute your microphone because we are not hearing you well at all. Maybe it's the internet. So you just comment, then we can pick it from there. Uh, you are a clerk. Um, does it have anything to do with an accountant? Uh, because I see, I, I, I had accountants. <clears throat> wow, that's powerful. Can you confirm whether you have seen? Is your does your telephone number end with seven one one? 
Oh, then you are the one. Wow. Oh, I thought you had your telephone number. Okay. I didn't want you to try to mention everything. You have posted everything there. Uh, sometimes when we are prophesying, we want to be security conscious. So we, we attach we attach all knowledge. We're trying to be careful. Wow. 711. Then you are the one. You are the one because I see that there is a certain throne God has prepared for you to, to climb. There is a certain controversy concerning your destiny that needs clarity and that needs to be settled. For I see in the spirit realm that this issue I'm talking about has to do with what you must become in future. For I saw that three men had gathered in a room and they were deciding that who should handle what? Where should we place this person? Then I saw what they are deciding and discussing. I saw that you suddenly came into the room and you declared and said that I want to do the work of the Lord. But I am not confident in this particular room. And so help me find another room that I'll be comfortable with. The Lord said, I should tell you, that there is a calling upon your life. This mm. calling upon your life, you will enter into a period where you become confused because you would not know whether you should operate in this ministry in your, in your church or you should operate in another place or wherever. But the Lord is telling me to tell you that you are going to even enter into one week fasting and prayer. The seven days fasting and prayer is because God is going to begin to reveal to you certain things about your own destiny and your ministry. And you are going to walk by the things the Lord will begin to reveal to you. So the Lord said us to tell you that tell him that he should prepare for some seven days fasting and prayer waiting on me. For I to release and give him a lot of information about his own the confusion is in eh? it is well my brother the confusion is in papa papa it is it is well the lord will settle every matter don't Amen. be in a rush to make any decision at all because mm. whatever decision you make will affect even your children who are not born yet so mm. the lord said i should tell you spend seven days waiting on him in the midst of the seven days, God will give you clarity. This Amen. is the word of the Lord. It will settle Amen. every confusion and God. every matter. To settle every confusion. God. Wow. A friend just sent you a message to go into 21 days fasting right now. My brother, I am even saying seven days. So it it should tell you that in the in it, it God is here. God is just if a friend just sent you a message to go into twenty one days fasting right now. It, I believe that it has to do with what I'm telling you because 
I see right now that there is confusion. God wants you to walk, be in the place where he wants you to be. So don't be in a rush to, to make a decision. Wait on the Lord. For as you are waiting on the Lord, he will bring clarity and it will settle every confusion. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. So on this note, man of God is very tired. <laughs> I'm very tired. I'm very, very tired. Ah, Hetty, Yamisha, what's it? Jeffrey, Jeffrey, miracle man of God. God bless you so much. Reverend Jeffrey, miracle as you God bless you. I remember I prophesied to him that when we were in school, that he'll be a pastor. And today he's a pastor. I think of Assemblies of God Church. Wow. God bless you so much. Um, Angela Galazi. Who is Angeles? Angeles Galazi. This is me. Oh, how are you? Angeles Galazi. We bless God for your life. Amen. Bless God for your life. I hear in the spirit somebody's house between the past five minutes to ten minutes, there is a siren. There is a siren in your area. The past five minutes or so to the current time, the five, I mean, five to ten minutes ahead, I mean, in between, there is a siren in somebody, around somebody's area. You hear a siren. Who is that? Mm. I hear siren. When I say siren, I hope you know. Mm. I hear siren. <laughs> the prophetic is strange. Huh? It's very strange. We are here. Don't come, siren. <laughs> <laughs> I hear siren. Hmm. Somebody said, man of God, pray for October bonds. All the October bonds, I pray for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. May the Lord keep you. May Amen. God grant your heart desires. Amen. This month of October, walk in good health. Amen. Walk in wealth and prosperity. Amen. Walk in the favor of the Lord. Amen. May people accept you and accept your product Amen. and your services. May God order your feet and deliver you from evil. Amen. May God increase you and give you abundance of everything you trust him for. This month of October is your month. May Amen. the Lord keep you all. And I declare over your life that you become a wonder to your generation. You Amen. shall be celebrated in Amen. Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Anybody called? Anybody called Ajwa? Maybe Ajwa. Yes, I'm Ajwa. Okay. All right. Okay. Let me, okay. Let me, let me go deep. Anybody called Ajwa? Who's 
um, who's who has who has an in-law, and the in-law is from Brongahafo region. Yes, please. Please, who is that? Please, who is that? Oh, we can't hear you. Oh, okay. What we do is that I think that I think that we need to end here. In fact, it is. Can you hear me? Oh God, yes. Yes, I can hear. Uh, is it? Uh, is it? Uh, is it? Ahiabu uh, Yunis who spoke or Yuniseje? Yuniseje. I'm I'm talking about the Ajua thing I was talking about. If you are here and you did not even receive a prophetic word, you have been praying that every time I come, I never prophesy to you. Don't worry, your own time will come. But tonight. Anyone who was trusting God for a word and you did not receive, may, may God prophetically appear in your dream. In Jesus. This evening, as you sleep right now, in your dream, God will show you things that are hidden. Things that ordinarily you can never know by the natural. God will speak to you and expose everything that you need to know in the mighty name of Jesus. And so may the prophetic anointing come mm, upon mm. your life. Amen. May you see every secret concerning your destiny. May Amen. God unveil it unto you. Amen. Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Bless and keep you. Amen. The Lord show his face mighty upon you. You are blessed forevermore. In Amen. Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you all very much. God bless you so much for being part of tonight and for the three-day journey. I love you all. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Lord richly bless you, sir. Amen.